Welcome once again to this video cast on the Creator and the Created. We're in speaking about the attributes of God, and today we'll be speaking about the attribute of God, which is goodness. In both the Gospels of St. Matthew, chapter 10, chapter 19, 16 to 30, and St. Mark, chapter 10, 17 to 31, the rich young man asks about eternal life. And our Lord Jesus Christ makes the point about the good, that there is only one, and that in order to be perfect, he should cast all things aside, especially in his heart, and follow the one thing necessary for eternal life, God. In, this, in these passages about our Lord's life, we really find two of the properties that follow every being, the transcendentals of the one, and of the good. But these in God are his attributes. One there is who is good, says our Lord to the young man. Transcendentals are ontologically convertible properties of being, of all being, of every being, anything that is, that is existing in some measure, unless we're speaking of God who has no measure, inasmuch as it is, will always be one, good, true, and beautiful. Although it's true that the property of the transcendental of beauty is disputed. And then there are others, which scholastics add, which even St. Thomas Aquinas will add in his Questiones de Veritate, in the first question and the first article. These transcendentals express the different modes of being that are not expressed in the name being. To speak of being is to speak of the good. Being and good differ logically, but not in reality. When we speak about anything that exists, when we speak about a car, if it's, if it's, if it's true that it's black or white, we are abstracting from the goodness and from the beauty of the car, because we're talking about whether, whether the, the, an aspect is true or not of a car. Now, when we are speaking of these transcendental, especially of the good, we're not speaking of the moral attributes of a knowing and willing subject, but we're going deeper metaphysically to the root of every being, everything that exists, even you could say the devil, in as much as he exists or is existing not just acting or doing, has a measure of truth, goodness, oneness, and beauty that even rebellion and sin cannot efface from the core of creation. Every being we say being and not creature because eventually God, well, by analogy, enter in some way into this definition. And as an aside, even if there is a precise meaning when we say that man is created in the image of God, the act of being is that which radically in some way assimilates any, any created being to its creator. Now, every being, in as much as it is, has a certain perfection. It is no accident that St. Thomas speaks about the attribute of perfection before he speaks about the attribute of goodness, of goodness in God. He is being logical. 
Any being is perfect in as much as it is. In as much as anything is an act, it is perfect. When we say something is good, we say that it is thus, insofar as it is the goal of an appetite, something desired or to which one can tend towards. All living creatures want to keep on living. Their biologies and their intelligence, everything that makes them up, tends towards the goal to keep living as living creatures. Living creatures seek sustenance, seek to repro reproduce and grow in maturity. They seek at this level at their biological perfection to be what they are meant to be, to be living creatures. This is good, or more particularly, a good of living beings. All beings desire their perfection. Perfection is that which being desired at, at every level of their existence, especially to be at the most basic ontological level. They desire to be what they are meant to be. Perfection is that which is desirable, and desirability defines what goodness is. Thus, since the good is that which is desired, it comes with the idea of final cause. Only the good is that which is desired. Evil is a privation of good, a lack of perfection. On the level of the will, or of being, of existing, evil cannot be desired in itself, for it is nothing. It is the lack of being, and thus having this lack of being, it lacks perfection. It is undesirable wholly and totally. It is true that when we desire an evil, between parentheses, we do so under the appearance of good. Anything that is or acts is due to the final cause. Omne agens agit propter finem. Every agent acts towards an end or a cause or an account of an end or due to an end. The cookie thief steals from the jar to satisfy his physical appetite. And we keep existing and being as creatures because we are seeking our perfection to be an act of being. To be, that is being realized in the state that we are, according to our nature, according to each creature's nature. Yet, final perfection in creation is not the created world itself. It's not reached naturally. The end of creation is not creation itself. The world would make no sense this way. That is why we say that God is good. Yes, He is. But certainly not in the same way we are, whether morally or metaphysically. God is not simple like we are, for we are complex at every level of being. Nor is He perfect like we are, for in the hierarchy of perfection, our act of being is limited by our nature and our body. We are not the full perfection of being, nor is God good like we are, because we cannot explain ourselves. We come from God, and without God as our end, we have no reason to exist. 
God is good. The goal or the end of the whole created universe is God. Even that of inanimate creatures. Ecology, in the Christian sense, has a greater goal than just nature for nature's sake. It is to glorify God in his creatures and have his inanimate and living creatures, those incapable of voluntary worship, give glory to God through men and the angels. In knowing and guarding creation according to God's plan for man, all creation cries out its praise to the Creator. God is good. No, not just that. He is goodness itself. He is the efficient cause of all things. He caused everything into being, and everything has a reason to be. It has an end in God, from whom, from whom all desired perfections flow, as he is the first cause of everything. He is being and pure being itself. Every creature is perfect according to its degree of being, to its act of being. Every creature is good according to its perfection, and thus its goodness is only partial. It is imparted from above. It is never and can never be the plenitude, the plenitude of goodness. God is the supreme good. God is supreme good, and a sign of this is man's will, which desires an apparent infinite number of goods. You can always desire more money. You can always desire more pleasure. You can desire more things. You can desire more power. You can always desire, 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 and be unsatisfied. Because it desires the supreme good, that which is infinite, that which is the limit. Every particular good, even if one is unaware, is desired always within the horizon of the supreme good, which in the end moves our will to even desire the particular and intermediate goods. True happiness is attaining this good. Any other goods will always leave us hungry. The good is that which all desire, whether this be on the level of action, rational or not, and on a more radical and fundamental level, what our very being desires, proximally to exist, to be, and ultimately God is glory. He is the end of all creation and its beginning. His goodness gives finality to the universe, makes it understandable. God's goodness gives value to the created world. God did not just bring the world into being and abandon it. That would be impossible. That would be against his divine wisdom. God is good. God is goodness itself. Everything that exists has value, or rather is good because it has been finalized to God. Material creatures give glory to God through the knowledge and love of rational and purely spiritual creatures, men and angels, to marvel and wonder at the greatness of God's creation and to be its guardian is one of man's 
relative ends, finalized to bring all things back to God, the only one who is good. Thank you for watching this videocast on the good. And until next Wednesday, where because of a pressing duty, I'm not able to be there at 9.30, but rather at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much for watching again.